Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. I'm joined today by Ethan Epstein, Associate Editor of the Weekly Standard, who's been writing on our website, weeklystandard.com, about uh, the evolving story of Russian trolls and Russian hackers involved in the election. It's not all Trump, is it, Ethan? Uh, no. It, in fact, it's one of the few things where we, where we can say in the news business, it's actually not all Trump. You're right. The, the most recent story here uh, was picked up by BuzzFeed uh, from a Russian media source, not a mush Russian state media right. uh, source, but a Russian media source nonetheless, um, talking about how in its social media campaign during the election, um, the Kremlin-related Internet Research Agency um, was pretending to be activists supporting Native American causes. Yeah, so I, I've been following this story a little bit because it's kind of, uh, it, it kind of is surprising because for months we've been hearing that uh, Russia actively supported Donald Trump's candidacy for uh, the presidency. So you would kind of expect that to take conventional forms. Like let's say on RT, they might put pro-Trump propaganda on uh, this despite the fact that, by the way, RT's ratings are so low that it doesn't even register in the Nielsen. So I'm not sure how effective that would have been, but that's the kind of thing you would have expected them to do. However, it turns out that it seems like there was some sort of jujitsu going on because they actually also did a lot of agitation that was seemingly quite left-wing. Uh, so you're pointing to the fact that they ran a popular Instagram campaign that supported the uh, protesters at the Standing Rock in North Dakota, which is an anti-pipeline movement. Right, and before that... They were supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. So this is, I mean, for one, it's amusing to learn that these left-wing causes were perhaps being, uh, you know, promoted and used by people that we've been told were trying to interfere in the election by the left. Um, so, yeah, but they also did social media ads which promoted Black Lives Matter. And these were targeted ads, by the way, in places like Ferguson, Missouri. So they clearly had their finger on the pulse. And the, and it seems they were actually trying to organize events and support <laughs> people who were organizing events. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of an interesting situation where you have them supporting these causes, which most people in the media and which most Democratic partisans think are just. But at the same time, they want to bemoan the Russian interference. So there's a kind of strange irony at play here. So it looks as though what's going on is not necessarily trying to support one or another candidate but just trying to mess with the U.S. Well, so I have two theories. I mean, there's that idea, and that would actually be consistent with what uh, the Russian government has done in other countries, like in Germany and in some Eastern European countries, where it's less about supporting a particular candidate than about undermining the... Sowing discord. Sowing discord, precisely. Or you could take the, the view that, no, they were trying to help Trump, and they had the insight, which the Democratic Party has yet to have, that the more extreme elements of the left are actually helpful to Donald Trump. Um, and if the Russians came to that determination, I would venture to say they were correct. The far left being off-putting to the normal voter. Exactly. I mean, I think if, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, I think, as just a matter of objectivity, did aid Donald Trump in 2016. I mean, there have been polls on this which show that Black Lives Matter has majority disapproval among American voters, and that was a turnoff. Uh, the Russians may have had the insight to to you know keep pushing those buttons. Then again, they just might have been doing a whole bunch of stuff 
given that we've heard that uh, they were taking their cues for how American government and politics work from watching episodes of House of Cards. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it seems to me more like they were watching, uh, you know, John Oliver's show or something, seeing what the, the, the hip uh, lefty causes are of the day. But it does put the Democrats in an awkward position because, uh, I mean— why shouldn't they accept aid wherever it comes from? I mean, maybe it turns out that promoting uh, Standing Rock protests is just another job that Americans won't do. Ethan Epstein, Associate Editor of The Weekly Standard, thanks for joining us on The Daily Standard Podcast. Thank you. That's it for today's Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. Catch you next time.